Oh, what a Monday it was in the NBA. The one pick on the pod we had, Mavs losing to the Nuggets, Cashes, I feel gorgeous, fantastic, all kinds of up on a Tuesday morning, three-game NBA slate, going to give you some hoop trends, a couple of insights on the Knicks, Jazz, as well as Clippers, Hawks, traveling to Atlanta without PG and Kawhi, that line is in favor of the Hawks, believe it or not. Shout out to the Nuggets real quick, because that line last night, one and a half in favor of the Nuggets, it got frisky. That game at halftime was over. And then the Mavs come out and go 36-22, to 22, outscoring the Nuggets in the third. NBA is such a game of runs during quarantine. You really got to watch closely. 35 for Luka. Ended up having Porzingis play. He was 6 of 18. He really could have used the rest. <laughs> 16 of 6. But the Nuggets put together an incredible effort. And we have to shout out Michael Porter Jr. 30 off the bench. 8 boards. Plus 10 in the plus minus category. Absolutely the number one asset on the court last night. With Jokic only having 20. And Murray only having 16 on 7 of 11 shooting. It was fantastic. And a big shout out to LeBron. A 115-108 victory and a sweat. Absolute sweat. You could have had the spread. You couldn't have. Cavs are a cover. Plus 11 and a half. They're making the Nets look mediocre. And the Nets just separated from the heat last night at the end. Of course, a Jimmy Butlerless heat. So it's a different look heat. But look, Kyrie with Harden and Durant, they're going to win games. It was impressive what they did defensively last night. And if you had the under, 98-85 is music to your ears. Nets victory. Holding the heat to 85 points. You'll love to see it. Old school east, if you will, with a 236.5 over under. Cavs are a cover. Nets starting to play a little D. Trap game in Portland. Thunder beat the Blazers. Blazers coming off a back-to-back at home against the Knicks where they barely won. And that's a bummer. Of course, the Pistons take care of Embiid, Liss, Philly, who drops to 0-5 on the year without Embiid. Yikes. Yikes. They're 12-6 and and 0-5 without Embiid. Ain't that telling. You can nab yourself a little Nets. Plus 140 to win the East right now. Sit back and enjoy your cool beverage for the season. You don't think the Nets are winning the East? You're kidding yourself. And I'm not saying it's with or without a Kyrie trade. I don't think this roster's complete, and I'm saying that. It's a Harden-Durant East to lose. Watch that futures. Plus 140 to win the East. They're upside a plus 300 to win it all. I don't hate it. Lakers plus 105 at the moment to win the West. Just pale by comparison. All right, so I want to give a little bit each day a sprinkle, at least this week, on the Super Bowl. Nothing too heavy, but I did want to throw something out that's interesting because some people like to pounce on the line early. Some people like to sit back, wait a little bit. Here is an article I pulled. Micah Roberts, the writer, Vegas insider, the source. So Nick Bogdanovich, a 
bookmaker for William Hill, one of the most respected outlets in all of Vegas books, casinos, you call it in that sports world, William Hill is at the top. So Nick's booked 27 Super Bowls before. He is saying in this article, the line will stay at three or if anything, go to 3.5 back to the original opening line. If anything, the entire two weeks. Now, there is a station casino sportsbook director in this article, Jason McCormick. There's a quote. I was praying for two-way action at 3.5, but I expect to see Bucks money take it down. With the number one most key number in sports football betting being three, if it jumped down to 2.5, the books will essentially not make out. It's too much of a middle. So this article is also stating that sharp money on Super Bowl day doesn't matter nearly as much as we watched DaBaby, the rapper, put 500 racks on Bucks money line <laughs> today, this morning. We are betting with the tweet. Because there is so much public money, sharp money gets swallowed up. You got to dig. I gave it to you yesterday. Tom Brady, a dog in just his second Super Bowl ever. This is his 10th. So a William Hill bookmaker who's done 27 of these puppies is telling you the line ain't moving. Minus three and a half, minus three, or plus three and a half, plus three is what we're staring at. It's a nice, humble little push if the Chiefs win by a field goal like they did in the regular season, 27-24 over the Bucks, Or... Public goes heavy on the Chiefs. Bucks win. Vegas rakes a little off the top. Chiefs, are they back to covering? One and eight against the spread in their previous nine games. One and eight. Be weary of this minus 3.5. I'd say my inkling, and I already have a respected member of the community who's holding a ticket. At futures upside of 50 to 1, Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. I respect him. He is one of the best in the business, a true Goliath. I'd say just out that side of it alone, I'm telling you early, sharp money could be on the points with the spread. But I do want to give you another nugget that's very interesting. Another article by way of Vegas Insider. This is Super Bowl 55. Through the first 54 Super Bowls, the NFC and AFC have gone 27 and 27. So Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes is going to split this 28-27 as Tom being an AFC guy. Subliminally, he wants to lose. No, he doesn't. So here's the real number, though. The favorites, the favorites, have gone 36 and 17 straight up in the Super Bowl. 29, 20, and two pushes against the spread. 54 prior Super Bowls to the Bucks plus three or plus three and a half, however you have it, versus KC, hosting KC. Favorites 
have gone 36 and 17. That is a little over 500 because 17 times two was 34 plus two more wins. And the spread favors the cappers leaning who wins. So that's telling you historically the Chiefs are going to win this game. So everything I just said to you about sharp money could be out the window if you like that historic betting number. Now the line was one and a half last year. Chiefs. Chiefs won comfortably 31-20 over the Niners. The largest upset ever was in 1969. Broadway Joe's New York Jets called it 18-point dogs, 16-7 over the Baltimore Colts. So you take that how you want to take it. And the Bucs haven't lost since they lost to the Chiefs. Just to give you an idea, BetMGM's Jason Scott, back to that article, took a $50,000 bet on the Chiefs at minus 3.5 and 150000 on the Chiefs' money line at minus 180 shortly after the line was posted. Jason Scott, BetMGM, minus 3.5, 50 racks, 150 racks, swallow the juice, minus 180. Chiefs going to beat Brady? There's never been a team hosting their own Super Bowl. Tom is full of gratitude. You heard it with the Peter King interview after the victory against the Packers. He's happy for the guys on the team. Two of the oldest five coaches in the NFL are in this. It's fascinating. So let's get down to the NBA today. You got the Hawks versus the Clippers. Apparently no Paul George, no Kawhi. Atlanta has won three of their last four coming into this home game. They beat Minnesota twice. Young and Capella playing phenomenal. An incredible comeback overtime win against the Pistons. Scotty Van Batby there if you had Detroit. Those are two of the three worst teams in the NBA. Eight and eight Hawks team at home against the Clippers. What you do feel good about is that John Collins and DeAndre Hunter are playing phenomenal. Both had 30 points while shooting 60% from the floor this past week. But the rest of the team, 17 for 43, 6 of 25 from downtown. Not great. Clippers haven't lost since taking on the Warriors in the Bay on the 8th of January. L.A. has won seven straight. The Clippers have held their last six opponents to 106 points or less. They've also won four consecutive games by double digits. Most recently beat the Thunder on Sunday by eight. Kawhi Leonard, game high 34, 14-24 shooting on that one. Double-double for... Zubach, there's interesting value here on the Hawks minus 175 money line. But you're looking at a Clippers team, it's fascinating. They're going to be on the road here for several straight. It's their first game on the road. They're on fire, but they're not playing with their stars. This is one of those fascinating which psychology side of the train are you on? Are you on the stars? the role players step up when the stars aren't playing side tonight? Or are you on Trey Young and Capella are going to pounce? And this line is 
Why is it in favor minus four right now of the Hawks? If I had to touch it, can you do both? Because if it goes to four and a half, Clippers plus four and a half, I kind of like, but I don't hate the Hawks edging them out. Just give you a little numbers there. And then we have another game tonight that's interesting. The Knicks are getting 11 and a half on the road at Utah, who has launched threes, boarded, deed up. There's only two more teams, the Blazers and the Raptors, that have shot more three-pointers than this Utah Jazz team. And no team, shout out Rudy, has collected more boards per game than the Jazz at 49.4 rebounds per game stats and article brought to you by Action Network. During this Jazz win streak, they're covering by an average of 10.4 points per game. Favorites in seven of the eight. That's according to Bet Labs. Utah, nine wins in a row if they get the dub, and that would be nine wins against the spread. Here's the other side of the coin. The Knicks defensively, sixth in points in the paint. 43.9. 43.9. Ninth in second point chances against. 11.6. And their success against threes. Given up the fourth most contested threes per game. Contested. They're in your Tom Tibby face. Your jugular. So a team that hucks a lot of threes. And a team that is top uh, in your face with covering you. I'll take the 11 and a half and Tommy Tibbs defense banking on the fact that statistically a team getting nine wins and nine covers. There's no real home here. We know the fab five of greatest fan support and drop off. Now this is terrifying. I did want to read this to you. NBA against the spreads to this point. Guys are 12 and four, 11 and five against the spread. Five and two at home. They host tonight. Five and two at home. Bulls, believe it or not, second best team against the spread. 11 and six. The Bulls are a great cover. Clippers are a great cover. I just read to you. Spurs, Lakers, and Celtics, all well coached teams here, except for the Bulls, yet to be seen. But they're playing better than last year. Get Hoiberg, never a return. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take the Knicks on the road with the points. You don't say that every day. Something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Over two to one times, whoever Vegas has capped as the Super Bowl favorite has won. That is fascinating. And Brady has been a favorite in all but two. He's won six. You do those numbers, they lean into those numbers. Now he's a dog. So he's going against the trend. Oh, I did want to end for you with Tuesday hoop trends because they're valuable. Three games late. Russ West going against his old team, the Rockets. So the Hawks are 10-0 against the spread. Coming off a loss as a dog where they were outscored in the paint by double digits. That's prevalent here. 10-0 against the spread makes you feel gorgeous about the Atlanta Hawks tonight over the Clippers. The Wizards traveling to Houston, 0-12 against the spread, minus 9.7 points per game on the road with rest coming off a road game 
in which they scored fewer than 10 fast break points. And an over-under play trend of the day, Clippers, Atlanta, Hawks are 9-0 over-under, 22.3 points per game at home off a 10-plus point loss. Interesting. Rockets, 0-11 over-under, minus 11.68 points per game at home when they were off two straight games in which they had more than 25 fouls. All stats and trends verified and brought to you by the Sports Data Query Language. And I'm out. Have yourselves a good one. Happy Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Hug your mothers. (laughs) 